So first of all, I teach personal integrity and it's an ability to really have your thoughts, your actions and your feelings aligned with your highest self, with what you really wish, wish to be true for you about life, right? Like no one's coming to save you except you and no one's coming to live your ideals except you. I'm not offering you my ideals, I'm offering you your ideals. What are they? Hi, I'm Mark Hyman, and today's podcast includes some mature language, so just be aware of that. And now let's go right into the episode. Welcome to the Doctor's Pharmacy. That's F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. I'm Dr. Mark Hyman, and this is a place for conversations that matter. And I think you're going to find today's conversation with Lauren Zander, the founder and the co-founder, chairwoman of the Handel Group to be one of the most interesting conversations we've had because we're gonna go deep about me, about life, about you, about the inner you and all of it. So let me tell you a little bit about Lauren. She's uh, the co-founder and chairwoman of the Hendel Group, which is an international corporate consulting and life coaching company. Just full confession here, Lauren has been my coach and has helped me overcome a lot of my obstacles to life, to be happy uh, and fulfilled and successful. So if you wanna know the secret of my success, it's uh, partly sitting next to me here, Lauren Zander. Her coaching methodology, and it's a method, it's called the Handel Method, is taught in over 35 universities and institutes of learning around the world, including shabby institutions like MIT and Stanford Graduate School of Business, NYU, and the New York City public school system, mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. Getting kids early with food and mental resilience, I think, is pretty important. She's also the creator of an extraordinary new program called Inner You, Learn to Human Better which is an online coaching course that teaches the entirety of the Handel Method. So you don't have to pay a ton of money in order to get a life coach every week for a long time. <laughs> you can actually get this on your own and do it yourself. It's pretty awesome. It's been used by lots of celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs since 2004. She's the author of a great book, Maybe It's You. <laughs> Not like the other person, but maybe it's you, you, who's uh, the cause of your unhappiness. It's a great manual that helps people figure out not just what they want out of life, but how to actually get there. She has spent over 20 years coaching thousands of private and corporate clients, including Live Nation, Ticketmaster, Vogue, BASF, and AOL. Uh, she has been featured as an expert in the New York Times, BBC, Forbes, Women's Health, Dr. Oz, Marie Claire, and she's a regular contributor to Business Week and the Huffington Post. Welcome, Lauren Zander. Woohoo! You can tell how old I am by that list, right? <laughs> no, she's actually not. <laughs> she just tell. started. She started when she was eight. <laughs> Now, she started coaching her friends. You're like, how did she get such a list? <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. I, she was the little girl that everybody went to for advice uh, in her third grade. So that explains how Lauren... That is true still. That is actually true. Yeah. That's true too. <laughs> now, Laura and I first met at a business meeting where someone who we mutually knew thought we would be uh, a good partner in collaboration around life and change health and coaching and so forth. And... Um, I was like, oh, okay, this is an interesting woman. And we happened to take a cab ride downtown. I invited her to come to a talk I was giving. And she, like like a laser, saw right through me, uh, which scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I basically tried to avoid her for the next six months because I really didn't want to deal with what was going on in my life, which was mm. not a great marriage at the time. So in that moment, what was it that you saw about me that I needed to do and deal with? Well, you were, you, you know, so, moment, oh, right? oh my God, I, 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 I can go back to the moment in that taxi, um, like the, the first moment, one, I fell in love with you. Like, oh my God, you are the cutest man ever who is so committed to humanity. I can't even stand it. 
I saw what you were committed to. And then I started to poke at you, right? Like, so how's the rest of your life, Mr. Big as can be, right? And then knew in the in an instant with the way you muffled your words, right? Like that you were miserable in your personal life. Mm. Like I knew it in a mm. second yeah. and you knew it and you knew we caught it in that moment. I was like, <gasps> and you were like, mm, like, and I knew you even were like back off, yeah. right? You want to be like, my friend, you better, you better back <laughs> off. And I like backed off. I was, I did me, you know, I backed off a little and then I started poking at more things and found even, you know, just you were a workaholic and you weren't happy in your marriage. Mm. And I knew it it's true. in like three minutes in the taxi drive. It's true. So that's why I like to call you <laughs> a spiritual surgeon, a spiritual dentist, a spiritual accountant, a chiropractor. Yes. You sort of go for the cavities. Yeah. It's a little bit intimidating because people don't want to look at themselves. And uh, you always say, your job is easy. People want to be healthy. They want to eat good food. It's, it's aspirational. People don't want to look at their dark sides. They don't want to look at their thinking. They don't want to look at their beliefs and their attitudes that actually make them unhappy. They like the way they are in a way, even though they don't really like it. Well, they got you, got, you get yourself in a trap and then you believe every Everything that got you to the trap and then you believe everything that says you have to stay in the trap like because you're listening to that voice in your head mm -hmm. and it's you but it's also the problem with you yeah. right so how do you break into a person it's not actually hard for me but getting a person to want to break into themselves that's a trick yeah see i i you know you call yourself a life coach i think because there aren't other great terms and you call your company a life coaching company, but I don't really think it is. You're, you're a, a unique character that actually has the ability to see what's really going on with people on instant. It's not just about making lists and making plans and building your dream mm -hmm. and dealing with those obstacles. It's actually getting to the root cause, which is yes. like functional medicine for the yes. soul. Yes. I think that's what you do. Yes. I, I like what, you know, what you understand about the truth about a body and what I understand the truth about being happy, like really being true to yourself um, and how far away a person is from that. I can get them there. You can get them there. And that we, and we knew that we knew we were that in that moment. Like you saw me, even yes. though you didn't want to deal no, with me. I did me. see you. You, you didn't want to deal with me. You were like, no, I oh saw my God, you for away. you. I didn't want it for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's amazing. Yeah. And please get that out to all humans. But well, the, the holy truth, shit. The truth is I, I didn't really want to admit to myself how unhappy I was in my marriage. And I didn't really want to do anything about it. I was scared of the consequences. I didn't really know how to navigate that space. And I wasn't really willing to kind of have you tell me how bad it was because I knew you'd be right. And then I'd have Ugh, to deal with it, right. which wasn't really what I wanted to do at the time. I was busy. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because as you say that, I can still imagine <laughs> the terror in your eye when I asked you, how, uh -huh. how's your marriage? Yeah. What would you rate it? Yeah. Right? Like, uh, how good is three. it? How's your sex life? How fun is it? <laughs> Are you in two. love? And you were like, <gasps> Don't go there. Like, yeah. you know, big dog, beware. So you have to be ready. You have to be ready. And you know, you, you say your job is hard because people don't want to actually face the truth. They don't want to face the lies they tell themselves. They don't want to face mm. the ways that they get in their own way. Yeah. And I think for me, that's really been one of the most powerful things you've helped me do is to get out of my own way and to stop being my own worst enemy and to, to become more free in how to live life. And, you know, what, what I was curious about was, uh, you know, I've heard these stories, you know, you were the kid in the third grade that, you know, was Lucy, you know, from Charlie <laughs> like, Brown, what? who had the advice for five cents. And, you'd, <laughs> you know, people would call you. How did that happen? Like, how did you start coaching? Was this always how you were? Were you born like this? What happened? Um, I was born like this. 
but there's a big but. I was born like this, but I wasn't following what I understood. What I ultimately teach now, I was a hypocrite, right? It didn't mean people weren't asking me what I thought or me calling things out. It just, I was, you know how Lucy really pulled the ball away? Yeah. I was actually really lying, right? Like I was not, I had a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. I was f stealing p money from my parents, right? Like I was a bad kid pretending I was great and, you know, had things that were great about me. But when it, when push came to shove, um, I did not have a love life that made me happy. And I was a workaholic myself. Mm, really? Hi, cute friend. Don't You'd we never have a know lot? That. <laughs> like we were, we were, we had, you and I had a lot in common, except mm. I had one thing going for me, which was, I figured this all out a lot younger than when you and I hooked up. Like, do you remember as a kid, just having this awareness that you understood people's emotional, spiritual context? And I, there was, you know, later in life, someone came to me who I met ultimately as a client later, but knew me when I was 11 and we shared a ski house. And this guy said to me, you know, you did something that changed my life. I was like, what did I do? I was 11. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. You were He's 11, like, right. I was 11. And, uh, he saw me interrupt my parents in a fight. They weren't fighting, fighting, but he saw me interrupt them and get away with it and adorably get my dad to see what he was doing to my mom, get my mom to see what she was doing to my dad, stop the action, coach them, ask them to stop it and to make sure we had like a good time tonight because this was starting to be like, I like literally coached him. First of all, he couldn't believe that I knew how to say it or do it or like, and that it really worked, right? And then his parents were in the room and it freaked him out because it opened, a world to communication isn't isn't something that doesn't alter the way everyone sees things or feels. And I was freaking 11. Yeah. And I don't even remember what he's talking about, but I was capable of, you know, dropping a mic in a room and getting everybody to stop everything and think. Yeah. Right. Powerful. And so, hey, I was doing it awfully so how did young. You, how did you go from, you know, having the insights, but not behaving in integrity to... Mm. You mean, why was I a druggie? And, and yeah, like and smoking I, pot and bad <laughs> kid. And I, I was, I just, you know, one of the funniest things I still think is true and embarrassing, though I'm not that embarrassed about it, is, you know, you're like, how did you get through high school? I cheated. How did you get through, you know, everything? I'm like, I was stoned and cheated, but I really like sports. So I was the captain of my team. Like I was like very strange, could get away with everything, didn't learn much, was loved, and no one knew I was lying. Yeah. Like not even my and parents. And then what happened where you go like, wait, this isn't right. I need to um, get I in. had a spiritual revelation that I was a con, right? I had a moment where everything changed and I realized I couldn't feel myself. I might be getting away with everything. I might have mm. all the friends in the world. I might have, I like, I have the boyfriend. I had everything, yeah. but felt nothing and felt so isolated and alone. And then the revelation was maybe it's because I'm a liar. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, Chiquita, <laughs> maybe you lie to everybody and nobody knows it and you can't feel anything. And that was the beginning of me resolving. Like, I really, because I'm such a badass, right? So when I catch something, I'm going to reverse it. 
And I went and cleaned up every lie. You're like, how clean? I'm like, I even told my parents who I slept with in their bed. Wow. <gasps> that's, that's disgusting. Well, I'm like, he's an Orthodox. Well, that's one of the most, he's an Orthodox guy. That's one of the most terrifying things you actually have people do is actually go and clean up all their messes, apologize to everybody in their life, tell the truth to everybody. Oh, it's uh, You're going to scare everybody away now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's going to do it. <laughs> it's okay. Right. But you know, I can say I the truth is I still haven't done that yeah. fully even yeah. though I try to do it more and more. But it's you well, know Let me let me say something about that. All my coaches, if you want to become a handle cro- uh, coach, they, you've cleaned up every last lie you've ever told because it brings a level of profound awareness and self-respect to yourself mm. like, and a respect to the other person you screwed over or never rectified the story with and you've apologized and either they forgave you or they didn't. But that level of humaning is profound. And I, I know I can't convince everybody to do it, but man, oh man, it's the best sober drug in town, right? So and it's not like we lie because we're bad people. We're lying because we're managing our experience. We're lying because we don't want to hurt somebody. We're lying because we don't want a reaction from somebody. It's actually we're even crazier. We're, we're lying because we think we're being good. Yeah. It's like literally the dark side has tricked us all that I'm lying because I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'm lying because if I said, why should I burden you with my lie? What, like every last bit of I'm protecting people. I'm protect. Like it's all fakakta. Right. But we believe it and we really do, but it traps us into our very traits and personalities. And if you think you didn't inherit it from your parents, you did. Right. Like the, the lying ability, like I, the joke about humans is what do we all have in common? We're liars. Right. What are we not dealing with about ourselves? We're liars. Why? We defend it to our death. Even Mark. Right. Even him. Right. And I'm not even going to make you tell all your lies. I'm not. But in an area you can't have power or success, whether it's your career, your love life, there's a bunch of cleaning up you can do. You're like, how clean? I'm like, clean enough till it breaks through. Right? And it's about how to have those conversations in a way that's not necessarily hurtful, but with love. I mean, that's the... Uh, it takes one to know one. Any, and then it's even more bizarre because it's birds of a feather flock together. So if you sit, if you think you're looking at like, I can't tell that I'm lying to someone that isn't lying, like, honey, you're both liars, right? right? It's two peas in a pod. It's right. it's so much more interesting than where we where we go about life and you know what's under the hood. It's it's you know. We, we have a, th- hopefully we have a thousand years if we don't pollute ourselves to death. So, so what's really amazing, Lauren, is you've taken this insight, this, this talent skill you have that mm. you sort of born with like yeah. Lucy uh, <laughs> and you've refined it, you've synthesized it, you've honed it down to a set of principles, uh, lessons, practices, tools that makes it concrete for people. It it's works not every just time. Abstract. And it, it's very powerful. Yeah. And you've taken all that and distilled it into this incredible course because not everybody can get a life coach. Not everybody can afford a life coach. But you've distilled all the wisdom yeah. from the Handel method, which mm. you've developed with your team, into okay. this amazing online course called Inner You. Yeah. Learn to human better. Now, yeah. don't we all want to be better humans? I think that's a great tagline. And it's 12 sessions of audio coaching from you yeah 
personally. Best stories I can tell. Yes. And you can tell I can tell a good one. And they're, they're <laughs> really good. Uh, homework assignments. Now, people don't like homework, but this is good homework because it actually makes you investigate your inner world in a way that will lead to happiness, right? You're going to have to do the work or you can listen to it and really get insights. Like there's two ways to do it. You could do the work, yeah. which is the difference between like really ex like climbing the mountain or watching some or mm -hmm. listening to like what listening to an interview after someone climbed a mountain, mm -hmm. right? You'll have insights, you'll think things, but it's very different if you do it. Yes. And yes. the other part about it that's really important, it's really a lot of my work is how do we change behavior? It's mm. through accountability. So whether it's small groups, whether it's things like the Daniel mm -hmm. plan, the churches, whether it's just having a buddy to actually do something with that creates health, it's it's a way of actually keeping promises. So there's an interactive promise tracker to help people track their promises and the consequences that happens if you don't keep your promises. And so, you get a buddy, like you can get a buddy on the site, You can, which is really awesome because then you can actually make a community and you could be in Cleveland or New York or anywhere and connect to people who are into changing their lives, which is really exciting. So tell us a little bit more about the course. What are people going to do? How, what are they going to learn? How's it going to change their life? So I... My first, you know, so you, everyone bear with me. I am, I make accusations. Okay. Like I'm a little hard, tough love as you've figured out already. So the first accusation is that people don't dream. People don't dare to have visions. You may have a vision in one or two areas of your life, but I am daring you to have 12. Yeah. Yeah. And because what happens is, is people start to like, go, well, my career represents my self-worth versus learning and adventure and fun. Like people, they're, they're, they're with a partner, but they're not having a great sex life. They're like, so I'm not letting anyone get away with anything. And I want you to have a vision and a dream. So I start with dreaming and I get you to really understand why we don't dream. Guess why we don't dream? Why? Because if we said we wanted something, we'd have to do something about it. Right. Right. If you, if you never want to be say, healthy or if you want a better right? sex life or if a you, great relationship. Right. If you tell people you want to really run that marathon, guess who's on your diet and getting out of the bed early. Right. Right. So, so there's a part where we stop ourselves from having happiness in our lives and happiness really lives on, on the other side of where we stay stuck. A dream in every area of your life will get you unstuck. And until you write one and actually be with that, you have no idea how it changes your chemistry and your little your little cells will actually start to yearn for the change. People feel stuck. They don't, how could I get that? I've got a job, I've got kids, I've got this, I've got that. It's how do you get through that with people? So next fabulous part of this method is I make people make promises. I make a joke. It's the promised land, right? Where you actually keep promises to yourself, right? Oh, that's the promised land, right? Because if you kept those promises, you'd change, which is really going to make you happy and get you what you want in your life. And I put in this kicker because I've always needed one. You could tell, uh, I put in consequences, right? So I make up a, a personal promise. To, so like truth or consequences, truth or consequences, <laughs> right? So it's, I promise something, Right. To, and I look, so, you know, I promise to meditate. I promise to eat on your diet, which I have kept that promise for years now. Right. And I don't cheat on it. But if I do, if it's an area I am cavity prone, like, oh, I'm going to cheat. Then I put in a consequence. And all I need to do for a consequence is if I cheat on this, 
my kid gets 20. I have three kids. One of my kids gets 20 bucks. Anybody think I'm getting checked up on and seen if I kept a promise today? Is it going to kill me to give Kaya 20 bucks? Maybe. So, <laughs> so I put in a promise and a consequence. And then obviously the tracker, someone else is holding it, right? And then that keeps me eating true to my dream. So that's part of the program in the inner you is yeah. you actually have a mechanism where people can have an accountability buddy, mm-hmm. essentially. And someone is sharing their dreams and promises with you mm. and you with them and mm-hmm. they're holding you accountable. You're holding them accountable. Is that how it works? It's completely how it works. And it's actually, you know, because the handle method is also committed to you having fun, like it's funny. It's not trying to punish you. It's trying to get you to keep your promises and deal with your dark side, your own negative inner dialogue. Like, why'd you eat the cookie? Why didn't you go for the run? Why didn't you screw your husband? Why did like, come on, kittens. Like we could do so much better if we gamify it a little and own we have a dark side that's trying to excuse us. Like, so all of this becomes really chasing your dreams down Hmm. and, 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 if you haven't ever done that with another person, trust me, you don't know what it feels so like. So share, share some of these key areas because people might not be aware of what are these 12 areas of life that we should all look at and ask ourselves, are we great in these areas or are we not great? And if not, why and what can we do about it? Because I think everybody would say, yeah, I want to be great in every area, but people get resigned to, oh, this is just how things are about money or about health oh. or about love. Or, or about what... my mother. Right, right. So what, what are those areas? And Um, So there really is your career. Money is a separate area. There's your spirituality, your, your relation, your spirituality in and of itself, like spiritual doesn't mean religion, but whatever you want the experience of your spirituality to be, there really is your relationship to yourself. How do you talk to yourself in the mirror? How do you, do you like being with you? Right? So relationship to self is usually a big one. Then there is your love life and your, your sex life and your relationship. There's your family, extended family. There's community right out in the world, right? Everybody's complaining about politics, but what are you doing about it? Right? So there's community and whatever communities you care about. There's um, your friendships, your relationships, the quality of your life that comes from friendship. There's, oh my God, there's vices, right? I have a whole separate category just for your damn vices because you would like to skip them altogether. You're like, what do you mean vices? Yes, your dark side in and of itself that you complain to yourself that you still fill in the back. People get, do you have any idea? Mine is Ben and Jerry's Chunky Monkey Ice Cream, which... I haven't had in years, but if it comes near me, watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 people are, are like, you have no idea as simple as biting your nails still, right? Is a reason people are uncomfortable with themselves, right? So the, so vices can be as like, but you're embarrassed, you're ashamed of yourself. Like there's, there's way people carry shame that is so like, come on, we can get through that. We can even grow your nails, right? So it, you'd be amazed, right? People are scared of the dentist. People like people have fears that plague them that they hide and then have shame around. So the first part of this is really coming clean about where you're really at with each yes, of these areas. Yes. And the second part is um, really figuring out what you're willing to change and what you're never willing to change. I even help you understand 
that you're never changing that. So stop having the shame around it, yeah. right? Like, welcome to your true self. Okay, let's just fly that freak flag once and for all. Not half mass, but actually fly it. Like I have many freak flags that everyone knows and laughs at and can make fun of me in my company, my husband, everyone, my kids, right? Like I'm not changing this. Everyone accept. And, yes. and so I don't hate myself. Right. Because if I'm walking around embarrassed, you know, so you either make a promise because you're going to change it and really be true to yourself or figure out, bye bye, stop lying about that thing. That's called a lie. Oh, yes. I'm really going to get better at emailing. Yes. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. Text, text Lauren. If you want to reach Lauren, just text her. You're like, will she even spell check? Answer I'm is like, no. I send her, I mean, she's my best friend. I send her an email and I'm like, did you read him? Like, no. I'm like, I thought, I, we are very clear. I do not read emails. I, I read some up. texts, <laughs> if I but schedule up. a call. If I call her up and I say, please read that email, she'll do it. Yes. I need forcing. All right. So uh, listening to all this, I imagine um, thinking, well, you know, that's, that could be hard, you know, how do I actually be honest, number one, and number two, how do I actually dream the dream of how to get to a nine or a 10 in each of these areas? And is it possible? And and people think it's hard, but you don't think it's hard, that change isn't hard. Tell First of all, why. I don't make you do all areas at once. Let's be clear, I, I am much slower for the individual, and I'm not, and I don't think you actually need to fix all areas of your life to change all areas of your life because you're the common denominator. And so if you just fix the one that causes you the most pain, you'd be amazed at how much better everything else gets. Right. So don't you remember? I do. I mean, I remember one time I sat down with you and you're like, I said, I've got so much going on. It's all great. I don't know what to do. I have too much to do. And you're like, okay, write down what you love. Write down what you like and write down what you don't like. Right. And I said, I did the whole exercise. I said to him, this is okay. Now cross out what you like and cross out what you don't like and just do what you love. And right. I actually worked on that and it was amazing. I began to actually change. Yes, that's how we changed your my work well, life. It, because you felt obligated. And ultimately it was B. So I told you to make the list of A's, B's and C's and why, and why you felt obligated to do B's and C's and A's. And then I got you to get that the B's and the C's were lies. Yeah. And that you really could come clean and then really rock your A's. And that was like, wow. Because when you're in your mind, your inner dialogue defends everything. So that's why a big part of the coaching method is how to break into your own inner dialogue. Really, it's if you're like, what am I really teaching you? I'm teaching you that inside that head of yours is a sh you know a shit GPS. And so back to making change, right? And that it's not that hard, right? We think it's hard because our mind actually is into our vices. You're like, mm. you're, you're telling me the reason I will suffer is so I could say a martyr and work hard and never come home and not avoid my ex wife. Like, oh my God, you think it's all connected. And if I just start telling the truth in one area, the whole thing starts to fall apart, change and get better. The answer is yes. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I see, for example, like yeah, I, I was sort of traveling so much and all over the place and really s struggling because it, it was great stuff that I was doing, but it took a toll and I, and I decided I want to do things where I don't have to go anywhere. And uh, so I created this podcast where it's in my apartment yeah. 
Uh, people come to me. I wake up. Everybody shows up. I just sit down, and it's so easy. And I have a whole team behind me yes. doing everything that yes. is the hard work, and I get to do the fun stuff. Yes. And I, it's just amazing, and it's kind of yes. worked out. And you found your business partner that you loved, yes. and you had a deep dream about helping hospitals. So Cleveland Clinic got your love, and mm. so you picked your A's. Yeah. And you know, here we are. Yeah, and yes. it, and it you know requires saying no a lot, which I don't like to that do. That is not your best. And trait. I was that was you know <laughs> one of the lies I told myself was that if I didn't do everything, right. that I wouldn't either be a contribution, that I wouldn't be relevant, that I would fail, or that it wouldn't be enough, uh, or that I had to please everybody who asked me to do favors for them, and I just couldn't do it all, even though I'd want to, but I have limited time, energy. And, and actually getting smarter about having more impact yeah. and taking care of myself in it all and doing the most important things has been really satisfying. Yes. And, and for anyone who's listening, it's, you have the same answers in your life for you. Mm -hmm. And I have never met a person who couldn't face what they weren't facing right now and that the like life on the other side is a hundred times better and you're worth it and if i could sit with you i would make you yeah but this is as close as i'm getting to you so yeah. mark and i are like making you did we make you yet i hope we did <laughs> but if we didn't right like, yeah. but like the it's all about you deserve it and you have to be your best friend. You have to actually, you know, one of the lines I use is I'm rebranding, repackaging, remarketing the soul to itself. So it starts to kick ass for itself, right? Instead of believing the dark side, which is fear. Well, you know, I, I, you know, one of my favorite books when I read when I was young was uh, Walden by Henry Thoreau. And one of the lines in there was, you know, most men live lives of quiet desperation and and you're all about busting that whole thing up <laughs> and Please. not letting people just live in this sense of desperation and inadequacy and not able to have what they want and we can't do everything all the time and have everything we want but there's a way to actually oh. you think we can maybe oh, we can. Hey, i'm working hey, on it i'm still hey, working on I it i want you to know that that once you get past where you've trapped yourself life can get very fun and spiritual and and you know one of my lines is you know i need rainbows yeah well one I, of the <laughs> beautiful things is that you've really emphasized for me which is that if you are clear about what you want if you set your intention if you sort of align everything inside mm, of you toward yeah. that goal or purpose Integrity, or dream yeah. and you're and you're doing it for the right reasons mm. that stuff happens it shows up magic occurs and you know, what do you call it? Megillah and magic. It's all the time where you have serendipity and the things that actually start to flow and you're in the state of flow in your life, which is way more fun and allows so much more possibility. Um, yes. And that's in inner you. Just so, yeah. so just for the ones that are horrified and scared that I'm going to make you, you know, tell the truth to your mother. Um, the answer is you'll make that choice, but you'll hear how it works and why it works. And it will, you know, massage into the right direction. And you have this amazing knack of being able to look at somebody and, you know, see where that pimple is or see where that, you know, <laughs> spiritual vertebrae is out of line and know yes. exactly the adjustment. And, yes. you know, you do in a way that's, it's really hard stuff. Like, and I'm saying, you know, eat this and feel good. You're like, I'm going to change your way of being and thinking. And it's, it's a, a powerful skill you have 
and you do it in a way that's funny and loving and easier to say, like, how do you swallow bad medicine? Well, the, <laughs> it's the, actually good medicine, thing, but so it tastes bad. Going the, where down. you and I come together is the person who thinks they can't love broccoli Mm-hmm. The way they think they love a chocolate croissant right. is, I call that dumb. Yeah. Right. Because who just said that? Wait, oh, wait a minute. I know who said you said that. Wait, it was that voice in your head that said one is better than the other, and that you're not a, the master of your own voice in your head. I think that's unconsciousness, right? And so that I believe at the at the precipice like the most important thing is to be in love with broccoli like it's the yummiest thing on earth right like love your sex life love that like be at the source of the voice in your head versus i i'm just gonna report on it right i can't help it i've always been this way this is like and so i break in and you make people laugh at themselves oh oh my god i get you to get it's all dark Right? Like, right. can you believe how much we've sold out on being dreamers and chasers and lovers and spiritual and great yeah. for a damn cookie? And it's not therapy. <laughs> you know, therapy is often somber and deep and <laughs> brooding and long. And, and you're all about, you know, getting in there, doing the job, getting out. Rewiring. Yeah. I'm a rewire. And all of a sudden it's like, it's not actually so hard. Uh, no. You're like... It's brutally, actually, easily. The, the more upsetting part is how quick it is. You're not like right? you're not like tell me more. You're like don't tell me more. It's just your story in your head, and like let's see what's wrong with that story and how to fix it. Well, it really is. <laughs> you're telling it over and over again so that you can get you can not deal with what it's a payoff, like, right? Right. Beyond belief, the way you live in your mind, if it isn't making you happy, it's it's it's. It's got epigenetics in it. It's got it's got some, which I make a joke, you know, uh-oh, you have the epis. Your mother's on her third marriage? That explains why you well, kill that, all that, your that men. That was the same Joyce said to me <laughs> when I was doing things like being negative. You're like, you'd call really? me my mother's name. Really? <laughs> my mother was amazing. She died last year and I love her. But uh, she she could be negative. She could be negative. Explain why she couldn't get on a treadmill at right. all and needed to eat the fried chicken. Right. Something like that. <laughs> um, like, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, she was a depression kid and there was a whole lot of stuff going on there. But it was it was just funny. And I would see that trait in myself. Yes. And I was like, oh, no, that's not how I want to show up in the world. No. And, and it's really helping people get connected to what they really want as opposed to what they think they can have. And let me fix this one thing. Like to be in love with Ruth and to love your mother is to be the evolution of her, right. which is not to complain right. and to really understand that she did the best she could. She passed you the baton and now it's right. your opportunity to take it further than she yeah. did. Right. So my mother, you know, my joke about my, I have a million jokes about my mother and I know, and, her <laughs> and we, and we really do know them and I love my mother. Right. But my ability to even just hug someone well is a, is a revelation in my line, right. To be caring, to play with my kids. I need a promise and a consequence if I don't, which is an evolution of my mother. Right. So I have my mother's dark side too. Yeah. Right. And so it's evolving our lineage in honor of our lineage. Yeah, yeah it's well, good. Let, let's just go there for a minute because it's something you talk about a lot is this idea of lineage. Yes. And the the historical uh, sort of evolutionary development of our soul and of mm. our emotional life and mm. our thoughts, um, mm. our behaviors, they're not just random. They come from 
this evolutionary process through the lineage of our ancestors, not just your mother and father, but it goes back and back and back. You know, we know biologically now that if something happens to your grandmother, let's say she was exposed to pesticides, that that would mark your DNA in such a way that gets transmitted to the mother and the grandkid. And so you're literally at the effect of what happened generations before in a biological sense, but you're also talking about this in a spiritual sense, the epigenetics of your spiritual life. Can you talk about that? Yes. So, I mean, I once got the, when I went to discover the science, it was because I got horrified by a client and got so spooked out that it was like electric shock therapy to me that something is so in the water, right? right like, right. come on. And it, it just began, like I already was studying personality traits come from your parents. How's your vantage? Are you reaction to them? Are they the same? Or is it, you know, some, or your mother's or your father's? Like I went somewhat in, but now I go, I, now I double down. But the, but the beauty part about it is that it, 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 in order to really um, shift it, you have to understand where you came from and you will allow for this process in the work and in the inner you and all your work to heal the lineage so you don't have to repeat the sins of your fathers and your mothers. Unbelievable. And, and it's, it's something we just automatically inherit, but we're not aware of most of the time. And it's even a spirit, like think of the spirituality that if, if you go back to the beginning of time and that the, the sins or the deadly sins, whichever you're into are repeating so that the next generation actually resolves them. Mm -hmm. Not so that they keep repeating and punishing everybody. So it has like a Dante's Inferno meets, you know, the Torah meets the Bible, meet, like meets the, like it, it's all there to clean up the past in honor of the future, right? Evolution. And that whether you know it or not, whether you know what your, where your parents lived or not, whether you know what they did in their sex life or not, if you don't know, it doesn't mean it isn't happening to you. So, so tell us the story of, of working with a client that you feel like is one of your biggest successes and how that shifted them and maybe even you. Well, there's, first of all, I hold people's dreams. Like if I make it dream, no dream, no dream, no dream, no dream. No, is that your best, right? So the privilege of my life is that I get to hold and all my, all my coaches get to hold people's highest dreams and then make them do it. Right. Like I'll get you to keep your promises. Right. So, so, okay. So imagine there, I have never, like I would get killed. Like this is, I get in trouble. Like, you know, if you ask an Academy Award moment, like right, right. which dream wasn't good enough for you, Lauren. And I'm like, sorry, they were all good enough. I thank you all. But you know, I love the stories of some of the children that were born to like the 42 year old woman who never thought she could have a yeah, baby, yeah. who had to leave her bad marriage to go ha get pregnant. Yeah. Right. And is, yeah. and defied everything and could not be more in love with her man that she didn't know she could get and get knocked up. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Right. So I have like crazy miracles. There's a guy, right? This was like my latest favorite story right now. Hi. Um, he literally utterly cleaned up so many things in his life about his behaviors, his vices and his money dreams didn't just cut like his business money dreams didn't just come true they are scaring the living bejesus out of them right like into the 400 millions 
right? He was already doing well, but the more we cleaned up in his personal life, the more his business dreams happened in ways that like, Lauren, do you think it's connected? I'm like, uh, sorry, cookie. Right. We have a nickname for his, his dark side. Right. I'm like, Larry's never allowed back in. Right. And he knows damn right. Right. It's, it's epic. Yeah. Yeah. So one of, one of the things that I think uh, you talk about and, and your, your nephew Harrison uh, has a great song about this, which is integrity. <laughs> and I think that means different things to different people. But for me, it's about being aligned in every place in who you are mm. uh, so that you're not compartmentalized. You're not telling different stories to different people. You are um, in integrity, not just with other people, but with yourself in a way that allows you to feel free. Because if you're if you're not in integrity, whether it's not not actually following what you really want in life, or whether it's lies that you're telling yourself or lies that you're telling other people, it creates a level of unwellness. You know, it's it, it creates a level of spiritual and ultimately physical sickness. And I, I think they're connected. So can you share what you mean by integrity and what is it and how do we get it? So, <laughs> you know, I'm, this is like back to you. Like, I'll start with the scariest. And by the way, all this is in inner you. Yes. Yes. Right? And I, and I like tease, like I tell really good stories for you to get why it's a good idea, yeah. even though it'll scare the bejesus out of you. Um, well, I was scared of you. I was scared of having to be an integrity in my life, which I wasn't in some areas, right? And yes. like in my marriage, I wasn't yeah. feeling yeah. like I was integrity with what I needed or wanted. Yeah. And you had a lot of places you felt guilty versus had all the conversations. Right. And so like, and then every time you have one of the hard conversations, even though it's hard, you feel so much better about yourself. Mm -hmm. You just didn't even expect how good you'd feel. Mm -hmm. So that's the good part. Integrity. So first of all, I teach personal integrity right? And it's an ability to really have your thoughts, your actions, and your feelings aligned with your highest self, with what you really wish, wish to be true for you about life, right? Like no one's coming to save you except you, and no one's coming to live your ideals except you. I'm not offering you my ideals. I'm offering you your ideals. What are they, right? So you have to develop, you actually have to learn how to say all this stuff, and live transparently. What? I like, like there's nothing that ever, I've ever done. I'm keeping a secret about to anyone, not my children, not my parents, not my coworkers, not no one. Like I represent who I really am in life. And that is self-love. And you're also unapologetic about the things where you don't want to do. I've apologized. <laughs> Everywhere, I believe I owe an apology, right. and I love apologizing where I'm breaking a promise to someone that I promised, right? And I I end up, are you kidding? Ask David Zander, no, my but, cute but husband. In other words, you, if you, you are not the lady of the kitchen in your house, oh. right? And oh. you, you do a little cooking, grilling, and- Barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, Twice a week. But you are very clear that that's not an area where it's your- Freak flag, I fly my, right. so I am true to myself about what to expect when you're like, what to expect with me. And I've made all my promises. So David, my kids, everyone gets to ask for what they want and I give them what they want given who I am and who I'm not. Mm -hmm. And it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And most people aren't willing to do that or even know that they can or think through how to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I make you do all that. So, so 
most of us aren't even aware that we're out of integrity. No, most of us don't know we're lying everywhere, actually. And it's not like lies like, you know, you tell somebody, well, I went to the grocery store when you actually went to bet on the horses. It's not that kind of lie. No. They're, they're different kind of lies. Can you talk about what kind of lies you're talking about? <laughs> so the majority of the ways people lie is they have secrets they think are theirs to keep. Like I'm taking this to the grave. Like this is mine. This is my secret life. This is These are my secret thoughts. This is me hidden to myself. I don't want to burden anybody. I don't think it's anybody's business. Of course, there's what my mind is saying that no one should know. Yeah. I'll carry the weight. Yeah. Yeah, all that shit is lies, hmm. right? You're lying. Like, really? You don't think your husband should tell you what he's thinking that he's not saying? Mm-hmm. Or you're like, no, you keep all that to yourself too, honey. Yeah. Or, or is real intimacy telling the truth about everything in your mind and what you're dealing with? So people defend secrets mm-hmm. and people defend not hurting people's feelings. So mm-hmm. I don't want to tell you I'm mad at you for this. I don't want to ask my boss this. I don't so withholding information and pretending you have to be a particular way to keep everybody happy, your mommy, your children, mm-hmm. your husband, your coworkers, even the taxi driver mm-hmm. gets a liar out of you, yeah. like a fake you. Yeah. Right. So people are running around pretending I call I have language for all of this. Like your agent is out in the world. The You know, not the one you really are, right. but the one you represent being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's and, and, and there is a process for unraveling all that. Right. It I make you only do it in relationships that really matter to you. Like that, like you, you don't feel as close, like your husband, your children, like I'm not telling you to clean up every last relationship in your life, but wherever you're not, you know, you wish you were making more money. You wish you had a more intimate relationship. Your sex life is boring, right? Like you wish you had something you don't. Yeah. What you'll find is that tagline I use, maybe it's you. And then you're not willing to have the conversations or do the work or the thinking to get to the other side. And all fear is the dark side. And as yeah. far as I'm concerned, yeah. we're very dark because we're believing in our weaknesses. Well, I think that's fair. I mean, the fear part is what keeps us from telling the truth. And yet most of the time the fear is in our heads. Ah. And I, I know some, my wife, we have this agreement uh, about how we interact with each other, which is no fear no filter mm. and no dust, meaning we don't want to leave dust on the surfaces of our relationship by cleaning up everything in real time and having these conversations. And sometimes those conversations can be awkward. They can be hard. But once you build the skill, it's like anything else. Like when you do your first push up, forget it. When you Can you it, believe you're in a marriage where that's the rules? Like that was literally <laughs> like, how do I, I feel, I feel very successful right now. Yes. Thank you. Mark's Lord. in love and yeah. it's real well, and he's, <laughs> sharing the principles that when we found you not happening it was was literally (laughs) i can't say like it was literally and you were right because if you said everything you'd get divorced immediately yes right versus if you say everything you fall deeper in love yeah and and we always come out the other side closer more connected you do Uh, and and we both you know have areas where we don't want to be completely straightforward because we think it's going to create conflict or separation. Uh, or it distance. isn't going to, it does. No, but if we it tell does. the truth, if the, it does. No, conflict. but if we tell yes. the truth, yes, it goes away. Well, if you tell the truth, it goes away and you can deal with what's making the conflict without hurting each other that right. there is one. Right. 
But there's a there's a specific methodology for having those conversations, yes. and you have to have agreements about it, and All you have to have it. a method for actually how you speak, how you listen, yep. taking turns. Yes. I mean, it's it's a very specific process. Trust me, it's module like six through eight in in the handle. You can't just go blah 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 blah, and you did this and you did that. It's like that ain't gonna work. No, that's literally what you have now. Right, and so (laughs) that is a very different thing than just blurting out every stupid thought you have. It's really about being awake and conscious of your own experience, but like be honest about it. Like this hurt me, and this is why. And like I, you know, like there's a level of getting each other that is really powerful. Well, most people are not. Most people don't even understand what being in love is all about, right? Yeah. And so there's a whole part, once you start to dream what being in love is all about, then you owe it to yourself and your partner, right? Not just he owes it to you and he's failing. It's like you both have dreams. You both need, there's like a series of conversations that get you both to understand your, like we have language, like your laundry list, what you need, making all your requests, figuring out if you have a freak flag, you're never making those. Like there's all this language to get a person to actually go through step-by-step on how to do what you're talking about. It's true. And you know, the, the link for me, which is fascinating is that you know, we talk about health. I talk about health. This is called the doctor's pharmacy, you know, the pharmacy in your body and your the pharmacy between your ears is the most powerful pharmacy. I mean, voodoo medicine, you can kill people just with a belief, right? And we do that to ourselves. And then we literally poison ourselves. We're not even aware of it. And there's a way out of that. And you talk about personal pollution as a concept. And we are subject to that. And I don't think most people are even aware of it. I don't know how to deal with it. And by actually cleaning that up, you literally liberate a whole set of healing mechanisms in your body that are physical, but they're connected to the spiritual doorway. So I go through food and lifestyle. Yes. You go through sort of the spiritual, emotional, psychological doorway. Yes. But they're, they're part of the same package. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. It's, um, though I think I have a, a much harder job. <laughs> like, Hey, telling your lies is fun. And everybody like, knows they shouldn't eat that extra donut or that <laughs> 17th Oreo cookie, but most people like are not uh, but ready. People, yeah. Most people don't realize the reason they're eating the cookie is cause they're lying. Right. Yeah. And they're not getting laid and yeah. they're not having fun. Like they don't realize that the, that the, what they're eating comes from, you know, so I have a, I have a great new client and he's on day probably 58 of eating completely on your plan, completely. And, uh, he's like, his line to me is like, you've ruined emotional eating for me. (laughs) That's good. Right. You've ruined, I cannot believe how much you've ruined it. Right. Right. I don't even want it. I don't, I can't even believe my mind even thinks of it. It's disgusting. What have you done to me? Right. Right? And, and now he's like, he's in love with his food. He is eating. Yeah. Right. And he can't even believe (laughs) the connection between inner dialogue, emotional eating and like loving what you eat. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's some people just have like a physical issue and they need to, they don't know what's going on. They need to fix it. But sometimes they're not. And I, I send those people to you and it's, it's, uh, it's great for me to have that place to send them and send them to inner you, send them to you, you, (laughs) 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 the actual you, Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really satisfying for me because as a doctor, I see where people get stuck and I know where I can't 
push that needle. And I, I sometimes channel you a little bit when I'm with patients, but, but it's not the same. I want to put a warning label on everyone. My coaches are much kinder, slower, and less snarky and obnoxious yeah. and in your face than me. Well, that's the thing about this method <laughs> okay, is so there's, you know. a, there's a lot of flavors, yes. right? Yes. Uh, and the Buddha talked about this concept of upaya, which means skillful means. How do you find the right way to speak to the right audience? If you're yes. speaking to a group of children, it's different than speaking to a group of monks, than speaking yes. to a bunch of CEOs yes. or... You know, everybody needs a little bit of a different yeah. frame. So I gave a talk last night to a whole group of CEOs and hedge fund managers. It's different than I'm talking to a bunch of doctors. It's yeah. a it's a different conversation. Yeah. So you have to learn how to actually match that. And you know, you you're able to do that. Your coaches certainly do that. And you know, sometimes though, you I don't uh, exactly do that very well. Uh, you, you can you can be coached to do that. I, I, I have like, some issues. Lauren, don't yell at this person, please, because you're like, Lauren, this is you're not. Really <laughs> I'm like, what? Wheatgrass isn't for everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's yes. good. For me, I you know, I needed the hammer. I needed somebody to yell at me. I need someone to kind of make fun of me to break open with love and humor the places where I wasn't willing to look at. You know, so it's like how do you get to your dark side laughing and uh you know, just kind of realizing how silly it is. Well, don't and, worry. I am very self-deprecating, which then equalizes whatever crap you've got. I certainly make it funny on my end because I win the dark side, you know, leashed award, right? Like my dark side's leashed, yeah, right? Yeah. I have to, I'm on a leash about everything, right? And if you heard my, like my grossest vice, everyone brace yourselves. What's my grossest vice, Mark? Uh, you like to smoke cigarettes. Ew. <laughs> right? You're like, ew, Lauren. And I'm like, yes, it's disgusting, isn't it? But I have like the littlest allotment that I'm allowed to have. But on those days, days no, not even a few anymore. days a year. A few days, a, I get 13 days a year. And everyone looks at me like, you're disgusting. And I'm like, Yes, but if I can tell you, tell my kids and be proud of myself. Right. Yeah. So uh huh. Thirteen I can do days it. a year, I can eat ice cream. That would be okay. I think. What do you think? I go for like one. You, well, you're. You, it's whatever <laughs> you love. Ice cream love. Place in it's called the juice. It's called the uh, the juice something. It's not juice. It's ice cream. <laughs> Ever since I've been on your diet, yeah. the only way I really get off your diet is if I'm in Italy, France, like I have to be in some epic foodie that's place right, that's right. in order to eat right. bread and got, pasta. That's right. We actually went to Italy together and I saw you eat pasta. I did. <laughs> and I loved pizza, it. Right? I, it was so, like, but I, so I'm allowed to get off my leash, but yeah. under very real res, yeah. like law. Well, I remember that we took this long walk. We had this monster meal. We <sighs> didn't order anything. They just brought everything <sighs> and uh, ended up in a food coma in bed <sighs> the afternoon, but it was worth it you know we drank a bottle of wine (laughs) but you know that was it's like that's like one every seven years yeah pretty much pretty much (laughs) you came back you gained a bunch of weight i did i gained like how to gain four pounds in three days right (laughs) right i gained five and then and then that was it then you go right back on your diet and you're back to normal right so it was epically worth it but it's very rare that i let my dark side freak flag fly, but I'm not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so everyone, whatever it is, you want to have a Sunday where you binge watch, you know, your Netflix, right? Like whatever you do, earn it versus it takes you away from being happy in your life. So it's like, I really flip the dark side into a very different state of using it to make good happen. 
right? So it's it's a fun rewiring of dark and light in your life and being true to yourself and not lying anymore about anything. And could you imagine the human race if we flipped it? Be huge. What? Yeah. Right? So what you do in a sense is medicine, right? Yeah. It's spiritual medicine, it's emotional medicine, mm. it's psychological medicine, mm. it's life medicine. And it's a piece that often gets neglected in the wellness world, right? We sort of, we jump over, it's like premature transcendence of the stuff we really have to do to be healthy. It's not just doing, you know, 30 days of yoga in a row. Yes. Because you can still be a screwed up doing that yes. unless you deal with what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows how to tell, like no one wants anyone to hear their inner dialogue. Not yeah. like, and then if you had to, if you had to put your inner dialogue on a microphone, you'd have to face, I could tell you everything going on. Hmm. And I could tell you where it's your epis. I could tell you where it's you. I could tell you where it's your vices. I could tell you where you sold out on a dream. And so if you are if you want to actually be true to yourself, you're gonna have to break into your mainframe, which is your inner dialogue, because it's all right there, inner you. It's true, you know, and, and you know, how to human better is a great tagline, because I think most of us aren't connected to how to be fully expressed and fully mm. human. And that is really the magic of your work. Mm. And it's not something that we really take on as humans. We sort of go through our lives in a way that's pretty unconscious, most of us, uh, or we pack things away in little boxes or corners and rooms we never go in. And it eats at us and it doesn't allow us to have vibrant, healthy, alive, connected lives that lead us towards things that are important to us, whether it's the work we want to do, whether it's love we want to have, whether it's the money we want to get. And it's, it's pretty special stuff. Uh, mm. It's not, it's not easy, mm. but it's, it's sort of the missing piece for mm. a lot of people. And I encourage everybody who's listening to think about the areas of their life where they're not in integrity, mm -hmm. where they're not telling the truth, mm. where they're not exorbitantly happy where they may be a three or four instead of a eight or nine or 10 on their scale of where they are in that area of their life. And how do they, how do they work through that? Because most of us don't have the tools. Right. You know, I write books on what to eat. Okay. Well, there's a set of guidelines of how to do that, right. And be successful. And it's not that hard once you do it, but most people don't have the map of their spiritual life, the map of their emotional life, the map of their psychology. And somehow somewhere you got this download from the universe of yeah. that map. Yeah. And I don't think it was through studying because no. I know you don't read many you, books. You heard I never read a book in my life. <laughs> and I don't, I think, you know, some people just get struck. And I think you're one of those humans who's gotten struck by how things actually are. It's like yes. the veil is off. Thank you know, some people see things that nobody else can see. I and and, and, and I'm in love with humans, right? I do not think... I think humans suck, but it, they suck because they pretend they don't in ways that individually you have a lot of personal pollution and you can yell at your kid, you could yell at your mother, you could yell at everybody else to change, but, but hey, psst, what about you, right? And, and, and I'm in love with people telling the truth and how funny it is. Like that's why you go, why do people love comedians, right? And it's like, because they're telling the truth, right? Yeah. Because they're horrifying us on all our stereotypes and all the ways we're a jerk and all the ways we don't ask for what, like they literally are telling, why we're howling is because we hear the truth, but yeah. we don't tell it to ourselves, mm -hmm. but we laugh when we hear it. This is how to tell yourself 
the truth to yourself. And it's not as hard as you think. You know, when I, I, I've done workshops where <laughs> I had patients who are like, look, I'm addicted to sugar. I eat a ton of it every day. I crave it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to stop. This is impossible. I've tried. I give them the method. Yeah. Three days later, they're like, I don't understand. Like, mm. I don't want that anymore. It doesn't look like food. I don't have cravings. I feel good. I lost 10 pounds. Like, yes. I think it's, it's same with your work. It seems daunting yes. in a way, but it's actually not. It's actually pretty simple if yes. you just do it, right? Yeah, I have, a, I have a client right now. You don't actually have to believe it. You just have to do it. <laughs> I have a client right now who got in a bunch of me too trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he and I made him make, and it was years ago, but he and I made him make a list of all the people he really owes apologies to. And he's got, it's all, forget it. He's fine. It's already embarrassing. It's already terrible, but he never took the time to go clean up his own mess. And he's go and he's, he was hot. Like, you're like, Horrifying. how many sessions did it take before he would do one? Like before he would make the list and get, he had phone calls to make. Right. And it was, and he's now on, like, he's addicted to how much better he feels because the ladies, like any of those ladies, they were also in some position that like, they need to hear it. And they also have something to say and it's beautiful. Like it's so much more beautiful than people understand or just get horrified and run Mm -hmm. and put it in a compartment. And so it's like, he's addicted now to getting it all cleaned up. He's not doing, he has a promise with a consequence like for one a week and he's done four in one week. Wow, impressive. Okay, and trust me, that's scary. All right, well, this has been an amazing conversation, Lauren. Your work (laughs) is extraordinary. I encourage everybody to go check out interview. And the good news is if you're listening to this podcast that you get $75 off the price, all you have to do is go to handelgroup.com forward slash Mark Hyman and learn how to human better with Lauren Zander's online coaching course interview. You can sign up uh, with your special coupon code, which is Hyman 100. I hope that's not how long I'm going to live because I'm shooting for 120. So it should be Hyman 120. Although my friend Dave Asprey goes 180. Why are you only going 120? (laughs) Like, okay. But Hyman 100 and get $75 off. You can also just want to explore this. You can talk to one of their coaches for their group coaching or their individual coaching. Uh, Again, handoutgroup.com forward slash Mark Hyman. You can check out their work at hglife.coach online and learn all about what they're doing. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram. It's all there on our homepage in handelgroup.com. And I am so pleased we had this conversation oh. because I think a lot of people are going to be helped by this. And It's deep, yeah. And check out InterU because it is the bomb. Uh, and not everybody can get access. Maybe there's no coach in you know Des Moines, Iowa, but here you go with InterU. It's just... Uh, been a huge game changer for me using the method it's led to my extraordinary happiness at this point in my life which i uh, wasn't always there my career is where i want it to be my marriages there's still areas i'm working on but uh it's it's a whole lot better yeah you're honest about all yes of it. uh so uh this has been the doctor's pharmacy with Yay. dr mark hyman and Lauren Zander is place for conversations that matter. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Sign up for the podcast anywhere you can get your podcast, iTunes, um, Google Play, and share with your friends and family on Facebook and social media. And we'll see you next time on The Doctor's Pharmacy for another conversation that matters. Uh-huh.